Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. It's a bad gonna start by i was gonna try to you know uh shoehorn sports boys into thin lizzy and sing the sports boys are back in town but it's better for everyone if i don't do that so i'll just say hello welcome to the the show um we we miss max and and are are excited to do this again with him soon but uh in the meantime uh the the sports boys will continue to to sports Yes. The world um, needs more sports podcasts. That's for Yes. Sure. Absolutely. You, you know, you you say that and this might be a topic for a different time, but two um two YouTubers that that I like a lot and tangentially do kitchen related stuff, drinks and and food. Um they both kind of indicated that they're not new year's resolution but plan for the new year is like, "Oh, we're I'm also starting a podcast." I'm like, this is this is the content mill. You're going to start doing it, and now you're going to have eight things to do instead of five, and there are costs associated, and you'll have more things to worry about. It's like just just do just do what you're doing. But you know, such such is the the interest in in forever growth because we're totally poisoned. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd rather talk about uh, different growth. Um, you know, magisterial growth. Oh, like um, the growth of Nikola Jokic's uh, trophy cabinet. Yes, I would like to talk about that kind of inverse inverse to his his just well, his frame has always been the same. It just kind of gotten squished a little bit. Um, but uh, he's he's incredible. I think that's the, the, the podcast, basically. Yes, but will he win the third MVP? Ah, in a row? Oh, because yes, that is the, the take. That's what the take economy runs on. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of 17,000th take. Yeah, Um. Yeah, so to to give the the lay of the land a little bit, um, Nikola Jokic, uh, who is, they threw around that unicorn phrase for a number of years. He's definitely not a unicorn. He's a he's more of an awkward horse, but it is like the it's not a fast horse, um, but it's probably like the best steeplechase horse ever, and no one really understands why. And yet it is winning all the races. It jumps over everything. It, it misses the water. And it just kind of wins the race without being the fastest or, or jumping the highest. And there are some things that it just doesn't do well. But he is a, a genius in his very own way. See, I've always felt like he's more of a, a bear uh, up to and including the fact that whenever you find uh, the small cub uh, out in the wild, uh, the older family members are never too far away, uh, ready for if things escalate into a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, we're using we're we're comparing him to an animal, but he he very much is a human. Um, and- yeah, the the primary argument is that if you were to just look at statistics, both regular and advanced, there would be no question that. There was no question last year that he should have won it, even though some people 
thought. Now, I don't really know much about, you know, what where the lean was on this first one, but like he he should win the third, you know, for the whole podcast, we just say assuming things continue to go as they're going now because he's on an absolute tear. Yeah. Um, you know, he there'd be nothing to indicate that he shouldn't be. However, it's a vote made by people and he's won two and they haven't had a ton of playoff success. So there will probably be a lot of uh but it is Debate. not it is not a postseason award. I know that that's well in deaf ears. But hey, you know what? Maybe we should discuss it. Maybe I'm one of those those people who who says you know uh, win, wins wins are a player stat. They're not. Um, but but oh, do you want to tell me what uh, what their their record is? His Nikola Jokic's team in the the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. I mean, I don't know what record they are, but they're in first place. I mean, the uh, ah. the, the the deafness or non-deafness of the ears that uh, this is a regular season award falls on. Like the fact that Nikola Jokic of a team that hasn't won dick uh, has been the MVP two years running. Like, I, I don't think it's falling on particularly deaf ears. Like, I think that message is coming through, you know, pretty normally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not yeah, winning. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, last year, the thing was that his team was terrible. And he won it because of what he was able to do on a bad team. Yeah. And this year, like, he's got the, the good team to back it up. Yeah, and and so the, the thing is, is uh, the, this idea of, of deaf ears and, and people um, winning it as a regular season award uh, – People who have won it twice in a row of late. Steph Curry was was on a team that won tons and tons of games and had the most success in the playoffs. I mean, other than that, Steve Nash did not, you know, did not win, did not advance past the Western Conference Finals. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Giannis won the title, did not go to the finals until after he had won his MVPs. Mm-hmm. And Harden did not win twice in a row, um, and just just recent winners. And, and Westbrook, I don't think won twice in a row, but they also did not have tremendous playoff success. And I don't think they finished the regular season with the number one record, though the Rockets may have been second or or, or something. And that's the weird thing because usually one of the so part of the issue with these discussions of like MVPs at to rehash a conversation we have surely had many times before uh, on on this pod is like that word valuable throws a lot of wrenches into how people think about this question. But like one of the most common ways that it gets thought about essentially boils down to who is the best player on the best team. And so like in that sense, you know, there are reasonable arguments. The, the Nuggets are in are the nuggets in first place in the west or the grizzlies they're in first place oh okay so memphis is on an unbelievable heater right now and like it is not unreasonable to think that they could actually wind up in the one seed in the west and and so from that standpoint like there is at least some portion of an argument to be made for like John ja Morant. Um, there's also a whole other conference in the sport. There's an Eastern conference. And, and I, I hear tell that the, uh, the Celtics 
Bucks and maddeningly Brooklyn Nets are all uh, really damn good. And so, you know, Jason Tatum, a rising star, Giannis and Kevin Durant, two uh, all-time great players who have already, you know, who have MVP bona fides on their resume will surely want to say something about this. But like, it is impossible to to look at what Jokic does as the focal point of an offense as a center, but not in the way that, say, Wilt Chamberlain, one of the only other people, one of the only people to ever win that award three times in a row, was a focal point as a center. Jokic, like, run the whole offense runs through him. He's averaging a fucking triple double. Yeah. Yeah. And he's gotten better at defense. He's still not great or he's gotten better. So that that's that's a thing is the value everybody has a different way that they interpret that word, but just purely looking at the game, okay, value comes from you you help your team win games. Um, you do amazing things too. And in helping your team win games, you make the uh, who was who was this about recently that I was just um, oh well I, it was it was LeBron um, I think you know LeBron has always made his whole career has made the right play a lot of times the right play is LeBron go score but he's he's always been and Tom Ziller said it that's who said it mm-hmm. um, um, but but he's also been someone who who has who has passed he's been comfortable passing it was not Tom Ziller it was Patrick Redford I apologize. Um, uh, just remembering where I read it as we're going through this. So like, it's a Kings the, fan, I think. Yeah. Uh, the thing, the thing about um, Jokic is he very clearly does that. He is so aware of what is going to get them closer to winning, which his team does through offense. They don't really subscribe to the idea of defense. That Michael Malone is clearly allergic to that. Um, but he is making the right pass sometimes multiple moves ahead. And it is so clear that he is creating value for that. Now, you mentioned some some other names. Um, I happened to watch Luka Doncic play last night because they were playing the the Hawks. Um, he, he is the reason his team wins games, but they don't win a lot of games. And he certainly isn't like putting all of those players in a position to win games. I don't know why that's, but, but he just is not in the same way Jokic does. Um, I would say in the way that like Joel Embiid is able to create a gravity such that, that other players are able to well bring, get the most out of an aging James Harden. That's really cool. Um, Oh wait, you know who puts up big numbers and is not ever going to win an MVP for fairly obvious reasons someone who is maybe has some proximity to someone on this recording right now. Oh, is that Trey young? It is. Yeah. Well, it, it's good. It's good when your teammates, I mean, Bradley like Beal will also obviously never win an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley Beal will never, yeah well, Bradley Beal is also on a proximity team. That is uh, an interesting um, description, but in, and I think that uh, uh, people will discuss Jason Tatum as well. And, and I think he's been, pretty magnificent but that gets more into the thing where you vote for the guy that like oh well he's entering the scene in the same way derrick rose stole an mvp from lebron james it's like no just 
just wait, they'll get there or they won't. Yeah. And, and that's, I think is, that's one of the reasons that we're even talking about this in the first place is that like I pointed, I didn't, I didn't say all the words that, that I was trying to get out of my brain when I said, Wilt was one of the only people to win the MVP award three times in a row. Wilt is one of two, uh, the other being Larry Bird and you'll, uh, Bill you'll, Russell, Bill Russell did it as well. Uh, are you sure? Okay, yes. fine. The three. Um, either way, uh, you will note that uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, uh, not not listed uh, because they did not do that. Uh, which gets at the point that um, lots of people have incredibly bad and stupid reasons for voting for MVP awards in the way that they do. So you're telling me that people who, who their, their job is to write stories about the NBA and help craft narratives for the NBA sometimes decide that, Oh, there is a narrative that maybe we haven't explored and I would like to uh, award it with, with uh, an MVP. Yes, but here is the thing. It is it is framed in that way, but it is always actually two other motives. Uh, one is I don't want to award it to this other guy. And uh, two is I would like to make this about me. Yes. Yeah, I think that like a problem that we might or you know something that we might see come out in this year's race is that like it wouldn't to some degree if you like zoom out and say Jokic has won three MVPs at whatever age he is and Kevin Durant has won one that would seem a bit counterintuitive to rather than saying like oh they both won two MVPs and so it it's kind of where it's tough to eliminate the broader view from the season even award though, in itself. Even though you can easily explain that away just by saying Kevin Durant's prime overlapped with LeBron James's prime. And, and yeah, it's, it's like Mike Conley didn't ha- make like, an all-star team for the longest time. Like, what are, what are we doing here? Well, and that's, so, not, not to, well, I guess it is, um, to have a meta conversation about giving out this this type of award, just because uh, you know, just because Charles Barkley won an MVP uh, in a year that uh, that Michael Jordan should have won it, or Derrick Rose won one in uh, a year that LeBron should have won it, or you know, Steph Curry and Kevin Here's, Durant were really good. Stop avoiding at... Russell Westbrook. He shouldn't have won the MVP. Uh, well, you, well, do you want to? Do you like? You can give it to James Harden. That's fine. Now, you, yes. Who, who yes. do you? Not who Russell do you prefer? But in any way you do it, this does not take away from what is ultimately being discussed here. Is that like Kevin Durant is amazing and will be one of the best, however many players. The fact that he could do that in an era where. LeBron is also playing. Steph Curry is also playing. Now, um, you know, Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic are, are playing. Like, this does not take away. They are amazing in some of the best, um, you know, basketball environments ever. That's that's fine. 
But we are nonetheless putting all this weight into this one award and that it's unfair, but here we are. Well, part of why is that inevitably one day when we're all, you know, slightly older and more crotchety and are arguing about who sits in what rank in the pantheon of basketball, we're going to come back to these things it, it's you know it it's it's sort of linked to our generation being the generation that's obsessed with reviews like we we need we need the justification of someone else preferably a credentialed media member giving the stamp of yes this person is the seventh best player of all time in order for us to sign off on it too so it's very stupid I think that's yeah. a very dumb thing. Uh, and if you can't understand that Kevin Durant is one of the greatest basketball players that's ever walked the face of the earth, um, I don't really know what to do with you. But like these things are inevitably all jumbled up together. And while I think by and large, the voters do a pretty good job of not, you know, of recognizing that, MVP the NBA MVP is a regular season award the thing that I think they don't do a good job of clearly given that there are these obvious voting patterns where they will say we need to award it to someone else this season they don't do a good job of restricting it to one regular season they keep incorporating the past seasons into it yeah and so mm-hmm. I, w- I was gonna say to your point about when we become crotchety it's really hard so tomorrow to, yeah so or yesterday really um when when trying to express like uh, how great someone was you are you were ultimately I, i'm not gonna remember a particular season probably not even for someone well even for mm-hmm. someone like russell westbrook or or uh, james harden that's so someone like maybe maybe michael red i will remember like one season when he was like really really good for for the bucks i feel like that was one maybe two but you do remember spans like that that is what you you do yeah. remember the strong word do i don't remember yeah, I don't any believe... michael red highlights no do I yeah this the is bucks having a couple of years where they were i, I remember that he had like one year um whereas i mean honestly with someone like derrick rose maybe maybe it is like one or two years and it's nice to say yep that was that was the high point right there because then in the playoffs his his knee broke and it sucked um derrick rose is a bad person i feel like we should i i want i want to say that i want want that to be out there uh do your own research on that but bad person um i have i haven't said anything about him on this podcast so i don't feel the need to qualify any of my statements (laughs) <laughs> but um i i do remember spans so i i think in in some ways that that is hard fitting one season into an award but i get that i mean think about it the most improved player award is is an award that looks at two seasons by by design right because because you you look at that which is gonna be really you know it's gonna be uh just it's a weird thing. I mean, could you could you give it to someone like Jaron Jackson Jr. this year? They're not going to, but he somehow is even better in a way that helps. Could his you give team it to win. Jokic? Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly. the thing, and and that's another award where the criteria is almost impossible to like. 
for there to be consensus about it. And this came up on the True Hoop podcast recently. Uh, David Thorpe said, the hardest leap to make is the leap to superstardom. It's not, as is almost always the case for who wins that award, the leap from like, you know, end of the bench guy to like seventh man in the rotation or from, you know, eighth man into the starting lineup. Um, the, the real, the real hard jump, the real improvement is cracking the ceiling of that like star level. And so you could make a pretty compelling argument for like Jason Tatum or, or if you want, you know, or Zion, Um, yeah. If you want to include health concerns, um. So with yeah. with with that, I would say a way to to think about it is you're going from, and I hate this phrase, but it works here. You go from impacting winning to driving winning. It's like you, if you are, you're a rotation player and, and you have some impacts, you're DeAndre Hunter, you have an impact on, a pretty big impact on winning the game. But John Morant is like, he is driving winning. He, you know, Jason Tatum is now driving winning, even though he is part of a really well-oiled, balanced machine. He is doing that. And and I feel like that's, that's what the superstardom is. And I you know, what is it? Nick Sirianni, the, the Eagles coach, he's the one who's, uh, he, you know, well, he does the impact money and we're going to attack everything. We're going to attack rest. So I, I dislike that. <laughs> but there is, a, there is a difference between having an impact and being the driver of, of that impact. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's who we're, we're talking about here. And no one drives the, the winning more than Jokic does. Like that's just very evident with whatever you want to use it. That team would be such butt without him. My God. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a, another another problem they get into is that it's like, well, if we knew that Jokic was going to be this good, we wouldn't have given it to him the first year because, like, he was kind of shitty compared to what he is now. And it's like Russell Rus- Russell Westbrook the second year, like the year after he won his MVP, MVP, he had better stats. Yeah, but like everyone was like, he wasn't even close to the MVP conversation because everyone was like, well, we gave it to him last year. We probably shouldn't have. The team flamed out in the first round, and we gave it to him for averaging kind of, a triple double yeah. over a season. Now, averaging a triple double over a season is not interesting anymore. Yeah, if yeah. you if if Joel Embiid averaged twenty and twenty, um, holy fuck! But but even if it was like it, it could be a Westbrook situation, but you would be like. He averaged 20 and 20. We have to give no, him the it, award. It, but it wouldn't be because think about how crazy it is when you hear that anyone had 20 rebounds in any one NBA game. Think about how crazy it is for someone to have 60 triple doubles in a season. I don't think it was. Uh, it was close to 60. No, no, but, no, no, but that's what I'm what I'm saying is a triple double on its own. Eh, not actually like. And Russell Westbrook has worn off a lot of the novelty, but anytime you hear 20 rebounds, you go, oh shit, that guy really cleaned up the glass today. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that's a good point. That's a good point. The, and that's, 
especially since per season is an average. That means there were games with more than 20. That means there's probably a couple games with like 30. And and yet, do you know what Nikola Jokic is doing? He's routinely pulling down like 15, 16 rebounds in a game and then immediately throwing it ahead for an assist. I mean, I just, I say this all to prepare for when he is not given the MVP award, even though... All signs point to he will keep up this pace. Um, Durant, uh, Giannis, Curry, they have all been hurt for periods of time already. I should mention that until Anthony Davis got hurt, he was probably one of the best competitors, but we all knew that it, he was going to hurt. You're not allowed. You're also not allowed to win MVP when your team is in 12th in the West. Oh, the no. Mike Trout argument. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, the anti-West Coast bias over here. Um, no, that's a good point. But also the the distance between basketball is a team and... sport. Baseball is not a team sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, the base. It's true. Baseball. Baseball. Um, you guys want to talk about baseball? No, no I really, I really, <laughs> I really don't. Um, uh, I just think I do think baseball should be banned in the greater DC area. No one should be allowed to play it. The Orioles, the Nationals, um, the 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 Potomac Nationals, they can play it, but they have to be, go back to being called the the Cannons. That's the only baseball allowed in the DC area. Um, I think they can keep playing. Just all all executives have to stop talking. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it. Um, is John Angelo still an asshole? Yes. <laughs> yeah, is he, he going to figure out a way to yes, tell us that? Yes, he is. Um, no, but again, I just, I, I think what I come to with all of this in putting so much weight in, in this um, one award is contracts are not based off of MVPs in the same way they are being on all NBA teams. And I really wish that that was a better gauge of who are our 15 best players in the league. Not organized by this weird position thing that that people don't do anymore. And and the True Hoop podcast Mm -hmm. talks about this all the time. But the MVP award can be stupid. Like this can end up going to, I don't know, if Steph Curry plays enough games, maybe someone will be like, oh, you know, let's give it to Steph Curry. Okay, fine. Um, But I do think that it is hurting people by having an award or not. Yeah, it's an award having an all NBA thing that is not actually the 15 best players in the league. Like you're taking money out of people's pockets by doing that. So I know that the voting of that is still problematic, I'd imagine, but um, I, I think that that better can be done by these players who are amazing. Like now is the most amazing time and that should be reflected. Yeah, I, I'd be cool if they just said something like, look, you're not eligible to win X number of MVPs unless you have done Y in the playoffs. Like, I, I don't, what I don't like is how there are people that implicitly do that, but they, otherwise they would vote differently. But if if you had a rule, I'd be fine with it. Just like with makeup calls in games. Like, we all Term understand, limits for MVPs? Yeah, something like that. Like, we all understand when we're watching the NBA game, like, oh, that was a makeup call. They blew the last call. They knew it. So they gave, like, the ticky-tack foul on the next possession. And, like, or, that's fine, but why don't, why don't you just like, call it what it is? Like, Or what if you did it, like, 
Virginia and other states it term limits but it's really like it's one like you can you can serve you can go again but you have to wait a period of time so Jokic could not win his second year but could win his third year in the intervening if it's a person that that won the year before you can just you can just vacate it like no one won it that year well and the, and then, the thing that I would like is the possibility that that might lead to uh <laughs> Jokic like playing next season in a a fake mustache in an yeah. attempt to convince <laughs> the NBA press that he is in fact someone else. I'm I am Nikola Jovic, who is a player for the Heat. Yeah. Put on sixty pounds. Again. Well He was pretty great with back. those sixty yeah. pounds on. Bring, bring it bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just needed this time to prepare for him to to not win it and um, now I, he's gonna win it. Um, it depends on how long Durant's hurt. If Durant doesn't sit out long, he'll win it. There, I know for all NBA, I don't there think is a, anybody. I don't think anybody really wants to give this award to Kevin Durant because here's the thing. Um, there is. May, there is at most one current NBA player that nakedly hates the media more than Kevin Durant, and he plays on Kevin Durant's team. So, like, the the only way Kevin Durant will win the MVP this year is begrudgingly. Yeah. I am sure of that. Yeah, that's fair. Even though he is unquestionably playing at a, a level that would be deserving of MVP consideration. So, uh, okay. On that note, should we wrap up and move on to uh, Pierce is sorry? Yeah. <clears throat> so there is one uh, yard equipment item that I hate more than any other. Um, it, would, would you like to guess what that, what that uh, yard equipment item is? Weed whacker. No. I would have guessed lawnmower. No, I have I have both of those and I'm there is like very much a necessity for them. There is one item that I have resisted um being around and I really shake my fist at them um because I don't think that they are necessary. Um <clears throat> and they are notably very problematic for the environment. That is a leaf blower. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I purchased a leaf blower this week, but, and I feel, I feel bad about this. I feel bad about it in my soul, but I will say that I bought an electric leaf blower. So some of my misgivings about problems, um, can, I'm not going to cite it specifically. I don't know who did the study, but when you hear the, the gas powered leaf blower, so those are on for 15 minutes, it's equivalent to driving a truck from miami to alaska emissions wise they are terrible 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 things so i wasn't going to buy one of those but i did buy that a... just cannot possibly <laughs> no, on any true. planet be this true is a great lead into the next week's next week's discussion i i mean we're gonna cite it we're gonna add it i'm not i'm not making this up that's a very random thing for me to remember i'm i, I will look it up as soon as as soon as we're done here it is but, a random uh, thing for you to remember and i would contend it is because you are not remembering it correctly no, I, I, I will as as we're we'll get to it i will, I will okay cite it in a, a leaf okay. a leaf blower for 15 minutes is driving a pickup truck from miami a to ga- alaska a gas, one. 
a, a gas one, yes. Yes. Um, so the point is, is I I feel bad about getting because it's like, oh, you can rake and 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 like, um, you know, leaves are not litter. That's a thing I see all the time too. But I got one, and I am just I'm going to try to be very mindful about it. It's not that loud. I mean, the decibel levels that are in your neighborhood are higher than they should be. I don't mean to add to that. So I feel bad. I'm going to try to be respectful of neighbors and, and children around and everything else and, and try to be a thoughtful leaf blower owner. But um, I'm sorry for, for buying a leaf blower. Well, you know, if you rake the leaves, you might need some more energy, which might require you to drink more coffee. So that's true. That's really true. Know. And that's, I heard that's really good for the. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do a big idea from pop culture. Uh, and it's a new year, which means uh, more, more books to read. Uh, and the, so far I've, I've done two books this year and would be uh, happy to recommend both of them to our, our listeners. Uh, they are very different. Uh, one is the book Flash Boys by Michael Lewis, uh, which is a story of a group of Wall Street guys who discovered the ways that the uh, the U.S. stock market is rigged to benefit uh, high-frequency trading firms that get all of these advantages that are like these speed advantages that are in like the microseconds uh, through things like literally having their servers placed closer in the room to the main uh, fiber connection and that sort of stuff that allow them to like front rent front run trading and like swoop in ahead of you, a retail investor that wants to buy or sell a stock and get the price that you want and then pass on a worse price to you. Um, it, it's one of those books that uh, can can make you very angry uh, in, in kind of a good way. Uh, the other is the novel Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid, uh, which is an excellent story uh, that weaves in a lot of, sort of flashbacks and, and memories to tell the story of this family and how all of the different, you know, all of the different members of the family ultimately converge on this one night, this raucous party at a beachfront house in Malibu that by the end of the night uh, will go down in flames. So uh, good, good reads uh, flash boys by Michael Lewis and Malibu rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Uh, and then we should close the show as we do with a, a bit of trivia and our, our trivia master is once again, not with us, but uh, never you fear because this time I didn't happen by chance to have looked up the topic of the trivia question before we started. So uh, from Max, as we record today, January 19th, the NBA is hosting a regular season game between the Chicago Bulls and Detroit Pistons in Paris, France. That's the second game France has ever hosted. What other three countries besides the U.S. and Canada have hosted regular season NBA games? And I think the way that we should do this, because we don't have 
uh, multiple choice answers is we should put in our three guesses and then uh, whoever gets the most right gets a point. Okay, so is France not count U.S., Canada, and France? Not other Canada, what other three countries besides other. U.S., Canada, and France? Okay, I'll start. Um, I have Mexico, the U.K., specifically England, if we have to do it that way, and Germany. I have Mexico, Germany, and China. So I was thinking China, but that feels like a more recent thing, and I just know of preseason games. I went Mexico, Italy, and Spain. Oh. Uh, okay. So we have Japan has hosted several. Um, Mexico. Okay. And the UK. Pierce. Okay. There we go. Undefeated on the year. Hot day. I, I is did. Uh, th- does it say what the Japan games were? I know the well. The Warriors and Wizards played there this year, but they that uh, was the, there were several. the The Japan games were played in. There have been like a dozen of them in 2003, 1999, 97, 96, 94. Yeah, I didn't think it would, I, if it was recent in Asia, I would have, feel like I would have known about it. So it yeah, sense. there have been preseason games in China and Brazil and the Philippines, uh, lots of lots of other places. They played in in Paris. Uh, so yeah, uh, Pierce, you are the winner. I think also, we should I would... give. I don't know if we'll we'll petition the trivia master to see if we can award two points to you and one point to me and Kevin. Yeah. We need to get Kevin on the board. I need to. Yeah, I need to get on the board. This might be a rough year for me for not doing multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, but we'll we'll settle that up with with Max later. Uh, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the feed on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.